welcome welcome this is made for more a monthly podcast um targeting women of god this is uh pastor maima moore who will be your moderator and your host welcome we as women of god we are made for more last month we spoke about the necessity of suffering and death to the flesh life as a prerequisite for manifesting God's glory more fully. As we have discussed in this podcast and said repeatedly, God's ultimate purpose for us is to be conformed to the image of his son. And in order to do this, we are progressively being transformed. We said that this transformation involves taking off the old man that I explained is the unrenewed mind or the unrenewed soul and putting on the new man, our spiritual mind, which has been or is being infused with our new nature that has been made in the image of Christ. And this is something that we will do for the rest of our lives or until Jesus comes. None of us have arrived. And really, this is what I mean when I say we were made for more. This is so necessary for us as women because God wants to use us as his daughters to be a part of that great entire army that will bring in the final harvest, which will usher in the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Now you may be thinking to yourself, that you are unworthy of being used by God in any meaningful way. That is not true. I hope by now you have been fired up as you have listened to other editions of this podcast. But I promise you that as you continue to submit to the transforming work of the Spirit, you will be amazed at what God will do in you and then through you. Last month we read in... 2 Timothy 2, verse 20, where Paul tells Timothy that in a great house, which is the church, there are vessels of gold and silver, wood and hay. He explained that vessels of gold and silver are vessels of honor, while those of wood and hay are vessels of dishonor. What distinguishes gold and silver from wood and hay is their ability to reflect light. When gold and silver are properly processed, they sparkle as they radiate beautiful light. Keep this image before you. Like these precious gems, God wants us to also radiate his glory. On the other hand, wood and hay do not reflect light as as well. So as we purge ourselves from the works of the old man, the flesh, The inner light, the glory of the recreated man will shine forth more brightly. And as we saw in the scriptures last time, this will will involve um, enduring suffering and a death to the utter man, which we call the flesh. The flesh will fight tooth and nail to continue to have its way. The Apostle Paul speaks of this warfare in Galatians 5, 17, when he says, we will read it in the uh, NIV, for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, 
and the spirit, what is contrary to the flesh, they are in conflict with each other, so that you are not, uh, so that you not you do not do what you want. So as we can clearly see, there's a warfare going on between the flesh and the inner man, your new created um, uh, um, spiritual mind that is being transformed by your new nature, your spirit. Okay, the flesh wants to um, dominate us, but we have to refuse. We have to crucify it. We we, we have to uh, um, allow it to suffer and to experience modification, which we call putting to death, refusing for it to, for it to rule and to dominate us. So that was kind of like a brief summary of what we discussed the last time. Today, I want to um, introduce three, uh, I will call them tools, that have been given to us by God, in, and, and they are intended to help us subjugate the flesh and to strengthen the inner man. These are really spiritual disciplines that we already know, and hopefully we practice regularly. I will expound on one of them today, and then we will continue um, looking at the others next month. My purpose for speaking on these spiritual disciplines is not to do an in-depth study of any one of them, but to simply show us how they help us in our journey of transformation into conformity to Christ. Before getting into these spiritual disciplines, uh, um, however, I would like to say that we have already spoken extensively about the importance of the Word of God as it relates to our transformation. And of course, in church, you have heard it over and over and over again. Through the Word, we discover who we are in Christ. We discover our new nature. And by meditation and confession of the word, we put on this new man. Another way of say, saying this is, we pull the revelation of the new nature into our inner man, into our spiritual mind. And as we know, um, the spirit of God is this agent of transformation, but we do our part by yielding ourselves to the word. Okay? So the three other important tools to transformation that I would like to introduce here today are prayer, especially praying in tongues, worship, and fasting. These are spiritual disciplines that are intended by God to help us both in modifying the deeds of the outward man and strengthening the inner man. Today, we will start by exploring the role that praying in tongues plays in helping us become more conformed, conformed to the image of Christ. I have found that many believers, though they are baptized with the Holy Spirit and they speak in tongues, they do not appreciate the role that speaking in tongues plays in the work of transformation. For many, speaking in tongues is just something you do when you are praying, you know, normally your prayer and you pray. But I want to, to, to show us something and to challenge us today. So how does speaking in tongues help us? In Romans 8, 
26 and 27, the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit helps us in our infirmity. And then he tells us what this infirmity is. We do not know how to pray as we ought. And we do not know how to pray. Even when we do know what we should be praying for, we do not know how to pray for those things. So let me stop here and make a point. This tells us that if our prayer lives are only limited to what we pray with our natural minds, many times we may be praying amiss. For example, a woman may be so burdened by the misbehavior of her husband and her desire to see him change that it becomes the focus of her prayer life. However, that may not be God's focus for her, but God may be, and in fact, God is indeed more interested in her own personal transformation. You see, God never called us to serve as junior Holy Spirits <laughs> in the lives of our loved ones. In fact, as we yield to personal transformation, it may even just be the key or the, uh, yeah, the, what God needs to, to, to work on the transformation of our loved ones. In verse 27, the Bible tells us the Holy Spirit is making intercession for us in accordance with the will of God. And then verse 29 tells us what the will of God is. He says, for whom he did, for no he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. So there it is again. God's main purpose for you, woman of God, is that you be conformed to the image of Jesus. Verse 26 further tells us that the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us with groaning. Let me read that in the Amplified. In the same way the Spirit comes to us and helps us in our weakness, we do not know what prayer to offer or how to offer it as we should. But the Spirit himself knows our need and at the right time intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings too deep for words. The Holy Spirit does not make intercession for us apart from us. I believe that a part of the groanings of the Spirit is when we speak in tongues. In 1 Corinthians 14, 4, the Apostle Paul says here that a person who speaks in tongues is praying to God in the Spirit or her Spirit is praying to God and speaking mysteries. What are mysteries? Mysteries refer to secrets or hidden things that are being revealed. There are things concerning our lives that we may not know. As we pray in tongues, the spirit who works in us to will, that is to desire, he begins to place within us desires that will lead us to transformation. We will begin to long for the word of God. We will begin to long for prayer. We will begin to... Uh, uh, um, long to express his love to our families, to those around us. We may become convicted more fully of our potency to certain besetting sins. In verse 18, Paul says that he prays in tongues more than other Corinthians. 
This tells us that Paul realized the immense value of speaking in tongues. For one thing, Paul received such great revelation of God's purposes for his church. Woman of God, when you pray in tongue, you will start to also receive a greater revelation of God's word as you read and meditate in it. You will begin to uh, 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 um, get a greater understanding of not only his general will for the church, but also his specific will for you. I can say very candidly that this has been my experience. When I started praying more in tongues, I was amazed and I am still amazed at God's plan for me and the spiritual resources to accomplish that plan that I lock up in my spirit that became revealed to me as I started to pray more intentionally and longer hours in tongues. There are so many benefits to pray in tongues that I do not have the time to articulate here. But let me mention one last benefit that, will, that is also linked to our transformation. That is the building up that Jude uh, uh, refers to in uh, Jude 20. And I will read again in the Amplify. He says, but you beloved, build yourself up on the foundation of your most holy faith. Continuously progress, rise like an edifice higher and higher pray in the holy spirit and keep yourself in the love of god so the holy spirit through jude is telling us that as we pray in the spirit as we pray in tongues we are helping to build our spiritual lives break by break you know before i used to think when i read this scripture that it was saying that the holy spirit uh, uh, um uh, as we pray in tongues we are being spiritually energized and why that is true and i also thought oh i'm developing muscles why that may be true but the context here is talking about you are building up your spiritual life break by break so as i pray in tongues god the holy spirit who knows what is the ultimate will of God for me is enabling me to, to put a brick on the foundation of my spiritual life. So one brick, one brick, one brick. As I pray, I continue to receive revelation upon revelation concerning God's uh, uh, will for me. So that is why it is so very important that we pray in tongues and i mean like i said there are so many benefits but as i said in the beginning my purpose here is not to do an in-depth study on praying in tongues but to just show you how praying in tongues is a tool is a spiritual tool that god has given you and myself to help us in transformation so in conclusion i want to encourage you to make praying in tongues for long hours <laughs> a part of your devotional life. I'm laughing because um, I was uh, mentoring a young adult and I, and I challenged her. I said, you know, try to pray in tongues at least one hour a day. And she shouted that it was impossible, but it's something you can build up. You may start, you know, five minutes, you start 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 
a goal of praying in tongues for one hour, but I will even challenge you to go further. Okay? What is so good, you see, about praying in tongues is that you can pray in tongues anywhere and you can pray in tongues at any time. So if you are driving to work, pray in tongues. If you are putting your baby to sleep or taking your child to school, spend time praying in tongues. Even sitting at your desk at work, you can pray in tongues. You know, it, it's so good. Let's say uh, uh, um, you have an encounter with somebody and you know this thing is going to end in confusion. Start to pray in tongues, start to pray in tongues, start to pray in tongues. Building yourself up, okay? Uh, um, causing you to be able to resist the pull of that outward man, the pull of the flesh, causing your inner man to be strengthened, to resist that uh, desire to, to get in the flesh, that desire to begin uh, uh, um, to say things you don't want to say. So even sitting at your desk at home, pray in tongues. Like I said, I do it all the time. And as you do, you will see that you are working with the Holy Spirit to pray out God's purposes for your transformation into the image of Christ. You are laying spiritual bricks in the spiritual edifice of your spiritual development. You will find that you will begin to not only understand the word, not only um, understand, um, you know, what God wants to do in your life, but then you will begin to find yourself operating in, in spiritual gifts because all of us have certain spiritual gifts that are linked to what God has called us to do. And all these things are locked up in our spirits. So as we pray in tongues, we are pulling, pulling, pulling this from the inner man and bringing it up into our spiritual mind. And that is how we can be transformed. Of course, like I said, this is not the only way. There are many other ways, and the foundation is always the Word of God. But praying in tongues, my sister, is something that the Holy Spirit has given us to help us as we, we, we are on this joining of transformation. So I will stop here for today, but I really, really pray that this has been helpful to you, and I just encourage you to start to pray in tongues more. I try to make this as practical as possible so that women can take certain things and begin to apply them in their lives and see the transformation. I, Again, as I said last time, if this has been a blessing to you to share it with other women, I, I believe that God has given us this platform to help us to become more like Jesus being conformed into his image because God wants to use us like never before for his purposes to be accomplished in the earth. He's more interested in us being, but then when, when we become more like Jesus as we are transformed into his image, then God can use us to make a trans tremendous difference not only in our families, in our workplaces, in the church, in society. There's so much potential we have as women of God and God wants to use us in these end times. 
to do his work. God bless you. This is uh, Pastor Maima Moore, and this is Made for Mo. God bless you. I love you. See you next month. In Jesus' name.